98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines. The government faces criticism from lawmakers over a quarantine exemption for one of the biggest names in Hollywood. International business groups say tougher quarantine rules are causing further disruption and leading some to rethink their future in the SAR. And police investigate the death of one of their own officers. Lawmakers have strongly criticised officials for their decision to exempt the actress Nicole Kidman from quarantine requirements. Speaking at a LegCo panel, the health secretary, Sophia Chan, said the Hollywood star and the crew of her TV series had to follow strict rules and an approved itinerary. She declined to say how many other exemptions had been granted. Speaking through an interpreter, Priscilla Lang of the Business and Professionals Alliance hit out at the decision. This is not just about political sensitivity. It has to do with health and safety and also unfairness. In my family, something happened and I remember I could not take part in LegCo meetings. I did not have any exemption. I don't know how you can compare the work of LegCo members and Hollywood stars coming to Hong Kong to make a film. I was subject to 14 days quarantine. You are responsible for coordinating health and safety. You should say no because you are the professional. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Tien says the decision shows that the government is now putting economic interest ahead of public health. He called on the authorities to stop accepting requests for exemptions on economic grounds to avoid importing and spreading cases of COVID-19. If something is of national security interest, then I think it could be uh, overriding a health as long as the execution-wise is risk-proof. The Commerce Secretary, Edward Yao, said a total of five staff on the production had been granted quarantine exemptions. He said the move would allow the foreign filmmakers to work in the SAR and he stressed that they would have to comply with all other infection control rules. There are a number of conditions attached to it, including and not limited to, for instance, a full vaccination before departure, test upon arrival, confirmation of negative sort of COVID results, designated place of stay, and also a very strict itinerary share with us prior to making that trip, and not to mention that, well, they must use dedicated transport instead of public transport. Now, all these measures are meant to contain the risk uh, in a manageable manner. The vice chair of an international business group says Hong Kong's zero-COVID strategy with its strict quarantine measures is outdated and creates too much uncertainty, especially for the business community. Inyaki Amate of the European Chamber of Commerce in Hong Kong was commenting after tighter quarantine requirements took effect today as the government tries to keep out the more infectious Delta COVID variant. Mr Amate told RTHK's Hong Kong today that the government here had no clear exit plan from its strategy and society should learn how to live with the virus. It's very evident that we need to evolve and open the society by, by somehow uh, convincing the rest of the society that needs to be vaccinated in order to be able to open. The international community is clearly affected because we cannot move, we cannot go anywhere, and that's putting at risk the, the condition that uh, Hong Kong has today of being an international business hub. When there is no international community, there will be no international business hub. The head of the Hong Kong-Singapore Business Association says he understands why the two cities have scrapped plans for a so-called travel bubble. Here's Jimmy Choi. While Hong Kong is maintaining a zero-COVID strategy and increasing quarantine periods for vaccinated travellers, Singapore has announced that anyone arriving from the SAR can skip quarantine, regardless of vaccination status, from midnight tonight. 
Philip Chan, the president of the business group, said it was understandable that the two sides were no longer pursuing a quarantine-free travel bubble, given their different approaches to COVID-19. He welcomed Singapore's move, but said Hong Kong's decision to increase quarantine from seven to fourteen days for the vaccinated had caught travelers by surprise. Mr. Chan said some travelers may not be able to extend their quarantine stays because places in designated hotels are in short supply. He may delay or cancel his own return. To Hong Kong next month. Police are investigating the death of one of their own officers who reportedly shot himself in the head at the Forces New Territories North headquarters in Taipo this morning. Gunfire was heard in the building at about 7 o'clock. The officer, a member of the emergency unit, was pronounced dead at Prince of Wales Hospital. It's understood there was no sign of a suicide note. U.S. officials say they're looking to fly 6,000 people out of Afghanistan over the coming hours as their much-criticised withdrawal gains pace. A State Department spokesman said 20 flights were expected to take off from Kabul. The National Security Advisor has said it isn't clear exactly how many Americans are still in Afghanistan. The BBC's David Willis has more details. What began as a chaotic evacuation effort is now, according to U.S. officials, starting to hit its stride. Extra consular staff are expected to arrive on Friday to help with the processing of evacuees, and more than 5,000 American troops are currently patrolling Kabul airport. U.S. officials say they now have the ability to fly up to 9,000 people out of Afghanistan a day. But Taliban checkpoints are thought to have prevented some of the roughly 70,000 Afghan interpreters and support staff who are still in the country from reaching the airport. Social media companies say they're introducing security measures to help Afghans worried about being tracked down by the Taliban. Facebook users in Afghanistan will be able to lock down their account, preventing anyone who isn't their friend from sharing or downloading their posts and photos. LinkedIn says it has temporarily hidden the connections of profiles in the country. Twitter says it might suspend accounts affiliated with Afghan government organisations. New Zealand's government is extending a nationwide lockdown until next week. The announcement followed by the Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern follows the discovery of 11 new coronavirus cases. There are now 31 infections in the latest outbreak, which is dominated by the highly transmissible Delta variant. Ms Ardern said it was the right move. Going to Tuesday is a full seven days from our first case returning a positive result and gives us that extra time I mentioned that we believe we need. It's much better to assure ourselves now that there aren't further cases in the rest of the country than allowing the virus to spread easily at a lower alert level. And we've all seen what happens when you take that path. The authorities in the Australian city of Sydney have also extended COVID lockdown measures for at least another month. The state of New South Wales registered nearly 650 new cases and four deaths today. The BBC's Shaima Khalil reports from Sydney. A curfew will be imposed on areas in western and southwestern Sydney which have been most affected by the virus, with residents not allowed to leave their homes between 9pm and 5am local time, except for those with permits. Across New South Wales, masks will be mandatory outdoors except for exercising. The decision to extend the lockdown in Greater Sydney until the end of September has not come as a surprise. Daily community COVID-19 cases have continued to grow at a rate rarely seen in Australia since the beginning of the pandemic. 
The United Nations Secretary-General has again called for an immediate ceasefire in the Ethiopian region of Tigray. Government forces and Tigrayan separatists have been locked in conflict since November. Antonio Guterres described humanitarian conditions in Tigray as hellish and said aid agencies needed unrestricted access. The Ethiopian people have suffered too much. Humanitarian conditions are hellish. Millions of people are in need. Infrastructure has been destroyed. It is time for all parties to recognize that there is no military solution. Former British Army Gurkha soldiers campaigning for changes to their pensions have called off their 13-day hunger strike outside the Prime Minister's residence after securing a meeting with the government. Gurkhas who retired before 1997 get around a quarter of the pension of their British counterparts, as their rates were based on the assumption that they would return to Nepal. Gurkha veteran Deepak Masters said all they were seeking was fairness. What we are asking is a pro rata uh, pension, that is, if uh, a British soldier gets 22 pounds after retiring uh, after 22 years, then a Gurkha soldier uh, should get uh, 15 pounds on his retirement at 15 year points. We serve under the same rules, we wear the same uniform, we fight the same war. The British website OnlyFans, best known for hosting pornography, says it will block sexually explicit videos from October the 1st. The subscription service, which has 130 million users, says people will still be able to post some nude content, but will have to comply with new guidelines. Monica Holt, whom, who makes money uploading videos to the site, says she's not too concerned. The platform has given a lot of people a lot of opportunities to make money, but also as a platform, they need to evolve. And I think that if every creator kind of evolves with the platform, I don't think that the money will be greatly affected, to be honest. It's just every creator, I think, that is posting explicit content now will have to kind of evolve with the platform. Scientists in Costa Rica have discovered that noises made by baby bats bear a striking resemblance to babbling human infants. The researchers in Berlin studied daily recordings of 20 wild bat pups in their natural habitat. The BBC's Victoria Gill has been listening in. This slowed down recording of baby greater sack-winged bats in their tree roost in Costa Rica has revealed something strikingly human-like about the way these mammals learn to communicate. The species has a complex repertoire of sound. Adult males sing to attract females. When we learn to speak, our first attempts to make vowel sounds and to produce key syllables come in the form of repetitive baby babble. And in this rare example of non-human baby babble, the researchers say the bats are tuning up their voices in just the same way. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,691. That's 625 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $114 billion. In currencies, the US dollar is trading at 109.72 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 16 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 61 cents.
to sports and we start with football and the first ever games in a brand new UEFA competition. The Europa Conference League made its debut last night. It's European football's third tier club competition after the Champions League and the Europa League. It was a night to forget for Tottenham. A new look Spurs team lost 1-0 away to Pacos de Ferreira in the first leg of their qualifying tie. Spurs failed to record a shot on target. Manager Nuno Espirito Santo fielded an entirely different starting 11 from the team that defeated Manchester City at the weekend. The decision was was basically trying to give minutes. We need the players to to get minutes on their legs and, and, and increase the levels of, of fitness. Um, but of course, things take take some time. It was not not so good. But individually, some players put good situations, things that we want to build on. But as a team, uh, I think we know we're not organized enough. The former Tottenham manager Jose Mourinho enjoyed a winning start with Roma as the Italian side beat Trabzonspor 2-1 in Turkey. There were also wins for Feyenoord, Copenhagen and Basel. In the higher level Europa League, there were first leg wins for Rangers, Olympiacos and Rapid Vienna. The second legs of the qualifiers will be played next week. The six-time Ballon d'Or winner Lionel Messi, who joined Paris Saint-Germain on a free transfer last week, has been left out of their squad for tonight's game. The Argentina captain has yet to play since winning the Copa America for his country, but he's now in full training with PSG. Messi, Sergio Ramos and Gianluigi Donnarumma are amongst the new signings of PSG coach Mauricio Pochettino. I am happy with the squad. I think uh, we have uh, unbelievable talent. Uh, I, I think we have... An amazing squad, um, and now um, our our uh, all our efforts are in, in to try to build something special uh, that uh, provide or, or give us the possibility to win. That is the most important. Uh, I think we have uh, everything to do to, to that we we need to to create something special. English Premier League stars Kevin De Bruyne, N'Golo Kante, and Jorginho. Jorginho are all being considered for the UEFA Men's Footballer of the Year award. Details from the BBC's Al Ross. The Chelsea duo of Angola Kante and Jorginho, as well as Manchester City's Kevin De Bruyne, have topped the shortlist for the UEFA Men's Player of the Year award. Chelsea won the Champions League, beating City who in turn had domestic success with the Premier League title. Barcelona dominate the women's shortlist. Jennifer Hermoso, Lika Mertens and Alexia Puteas all in the top three. They helped Barcelona to their first ever women's Champions League crown. Overall, 10 players have been named in both categories. In tennis, the top seed Daniel Medvedev is through to the quarterfinals at the Cincinnati Masters. The Russian world number two defeated Bulgaria's Grigor Dimitrov 6-3, 6-3. He's extended his winning streak to seven matches, having won the Canadian Open title on Sunday. To end the news, the top stories once again. The government faces criticism from lawmakers over a quarantine exemption for one of the biggest Hollywood names. International business groups say tougher quarantine rules are causing further disruption and leading some to rethink their future in the SAR. And police investigate the death of one of their own officers. The news from RTHK. Let your heart see the colors all around you. Let your heart see the colors all around you. And the darkness that you feel will disappear.
Why have so many online accounts and passwords when you need only one with I Am Smart? You can access different online services using the I Am Smart platform, fill in forms automatically, and receive personalized notifications such as reminders on texts and rates. Download the I Am Smart mobile app now. You can use it after a few simple registration steps. For more details, visit imsmart.gov.hk. I Am Smart, safe and swift. Sure what to say anyway. 